whoever is doing that today. A voice cries out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight a highway for our God. The prophet Isaiah and John the Baptist remind us that Advent is a time to get ready for the coming of Jesus. During the Christmas season, we may be busy preparing for the arrival of out-of-town guests, presents, hopes for good weather, and holiday goodies. But the prophets remind us that Advent is a time to prepare for Christ Jesus. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, the prophets exclaimed. As we see to prepare our lives for the coming of of the Lord anew, what is standing in the way of that arrival? What is taking up room in our hearts? Will Jesus have to climb over a lot of obstacles to get through to our hearts this Christmas? Like the innkeeper, will our lives be so filled with other preparations that there will be no room for Jesus? Now is the time to make room in our lives for Jesus and to prepare for his coming. This season gives us opportunity to pay attention to the relationships we have been neglecting, to share some of what of those we, who have less and to do whatever we need to do in order to make in order that God might enter our lives more completely now is the time cry out to out the prophets of old prepare ye of the lord So at this time, we're going to be presenting you a, an offering of both um, spoken word and music. Some of the songs I'm going to invite you to sing along, and others are going to be times of contemplation. Um, we're going to be offering you a dramatic musical uh, telling of the story of Advent. So um, I invite you to listen, to participate, and to reflect on what this Advent season means through the words that are spoken today and through the music that is sung. So if you'd, um, at this time, we'll begin our lessons and carol service. My name is Asher. And my name is Joseph. We are shepherds in the small town of Bethlehem in Israel. We live a humble life, taking care of our sheep and keeping them from danger. Day and night, we tend our sheep, keeping them from harm's way. It is a humble work, but our families and our communities depend on us. We are here to tell you about a special night, one that started out just like any other, but would turn into a day that would change the world. I have worked as a shepherd in Bethlehem my whole life, 
It is a lonely life. I spend hours and sometimes even days alone with no one to keep me company but the sheep. But I will never forget that one night in Bethlehem, that night my life and all our lives would be changed. We witnessed miracles, events that have become famous throughout this land and many others. And although these things have passed, they will be etched into our hearts forever. For this night, we saw God face to face. As we were tending our sheep in the fields, along with the other shepherds, as we always did, we witnessed miracles, wonders, and the birth of a little baby in the poorest circumstances. Our lives and those of the whole world would never be the same. That night was many years ago, but today we want to share with you that story in our own words and in the words of those who wrote it down for all the world to hear. So listen and hear the story of a birth that changed the world. I'd like to invite you to sing along uh, with us the song, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. The words will be on your screen.
First John chapter one. We declare to you what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes and what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. This life was revealed and we have seen it and testify to it and declare to you the eternal life that was with the father and was revealed to us. We declare to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we are walking in darkness, we lie and we do not do what is true. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse from us all unrighteousness. If they say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us.
Years ago, here in Israel, the prophet Isaiah, one of God's holy messengers, prophesied about the coming of a Messiah who would bring peace and justice to the world. Hear these words, Isaiah 9, 2-7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult with a dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us. A son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders. And he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually. And there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
This Messiah, who was promised to the world by the Most High God in days of old, would bring peace to God's people. The lowly would be raised, enemies would lie down their quarrels, and glory of God would be brought to earth. Isaiah 11, verses 1 through 9. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and the branch shall grow out of his root. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what he sees or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with his breath on his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. I wonder. 
I have lived in Bethlehem my whole life. It is a small, quaint town, the, the kind where nothing important ever happens. But everything changed on that one night when a small baby foretold by the prophets was born in the most humble of circumstances. Micah 5, 2-4. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall live secure. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. Christmas season reminds us, and the Christmas music reminds us, that we have been blessed with God's gift of love in Jesus Christ. And we have received that blessing and known of the hope and the joy that comes from knowing that we have a Savior who saves us, redeems us. But not only are we to be receivers of that word, we're also to be bearers of that good news for others. And one of the ways we do that is through the generosity of our giving so at this time, we're going to invite the ushers to come forward to receive our morning offering and our tithes to God, <clears throat> that God may continue his ministry of love and he may continue the good news to be shared uh, through this church's ministry and touching lives throughout this community and beyond. So let us dedicate these gifts for that purpose. God, we remember today your love for us in Jesus Christ, how you so loved this world. You loved each of us that you found a way to save us, redeem us. And God, we want to be a part of spreading that good news to all who are living in darkness, who need that hope and that light that Jesus brings. So receive these gifts, God, 
as our thanksgiving to you. Receive them and bless them and use them for your glory. These things we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your light is 
into our uh, programming with our narrators. Luke 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I'm a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy, and he will be called Son of God. And now, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? That this child that you've delivered will soon Mary, did you know that your baby boy would give sight to the blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm the storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels try? And when you kiss your little baby, you'll kiss the face of God.
vacation. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nation? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? And that the sleeping child you're holding is the grave. Now hear the story of how the baby, the Savior, the Messiah, was born that night in Bethlehem. Luke 2, 1-7. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken a while with Crianius as governor. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem. Because he was descended from the house and family of David, he went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Luke 2, verses 8 through 20. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. 
To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Let us all stand together and sing our final song today, O Come All You Faithful. <laughs> 